Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. I want to read you a few verses. Let's stand in honor and reverence to the reading of God's Word. Psalms 136, verse number 1. You say, why does preachers talk sometimes before they preach? They're trying to get their nerves out of the way. And uh, you say, do you still get nervous? Absolutely. I get scared to death every time before I preach because I'm going to stand before a holy God over everything that I say. Amen. Look in verse number 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. For His mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for His mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His mercy endureth forever. To Him alone, or to Him who alone doeth great wonders, for His mercy endureth forever. To Him that by wisdom made the heavens, for His mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea. For his mercy endureth forever. To him who uh, to him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave their land for an inheritance, and his, for his mercy endureth forever. Even an heritage unto Israel, his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our lowest state, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our enemies. For His mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for His mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven, for His mercy endureth forever. You know what the psalmist does right here? He literally begins at creation and brings us into our present day. And here's what he reminds us of all throughout the ages. His mercy endureth forever. No matter what we're facing today, His mercy endureth forever. No matter what we faced yesterday, His mercy endureth forever. No matter what we will face tomorrow, 
His mercy endureth forever. No matter what we go through in the midnight hour tonight, His mercy endureth forever. And here's what he is saying. Because of the mercies of God, oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven, for His mercy endureth forever. And I want to talk to you about this for just a minute tonight. Why we give thanks. Father, I love you. I thank you, Lord, for being good to us. I thank you, God, for mercy and grace. I pray, God, that you'd help us tonight. And, Father, we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can be seated tonight. Why we give thanks tonight. As we look at this and we began to read this, he starts out with, oh, give thanks. He ends up with, oh, give thanks. The psalm starts out with praising God and it ends with praising God. Now, I'm going to say something tonight and I hope I don't offend nobody. And if you've already got your Christmas tree up, I am not in no way, shape, or form critiquing you or criticizing you or anything about that. But here's what we do so many times. We come out of summer, we go to Halloween, and then after Halloween, we immediately go to Christmas. We immediately go to Christmas. And we have began to have a forgotten quote-unquote holiday in our country, and it's called Thanksgiving. It's called Thanksgiving. Now, we have a tradition around our house, and some of them wanted to break it this year, but we have just kept the tradition around our house this year. We put our Christmas... Now, again, if you've already... And some of y'all looking at me cross-eyed. If you've already got your tree up, I don't care, okay? You can, put, you can leave it up all year, I don't care, okay? But the tradition at our house is the Friday after Thanksgiving. We don't go shopping. It is our day to make homemade hot chocolate, get the Christmas decorations out, and put the Christmas tree up after Thanksgiving. Why? Because we want to take time to be thankful for what God has done. And we have really, we're living in a generation today that is a generation of unthankfulness, an ungrateful generation. How many times today? and this is just the way I was brought up and I was taught, if somebody older is approaching the door that I'm fixing to go in, I open that door for somebody older and I allow them to go in in front of me. If it is a lady, no matter the age, if I get to the door and they get to the door, I open the door and allow that lady to go in. No matter what they look like, if they're a lady, I open the door and I allow them to go in. And you know why? Because that's the way my daddy taught me. That's the way my mama brought me up. You let a lady go first. But how many times do we do that today if you do that? Do you hear these two words? Thank you. It's two words that we have forgot about in our society today. Hardly ever do we hear the words thank you anymore. I want to ask you this, and, and Miss Leslie, I'm going to pick on her just a minute tonight, but there's times that we'll get up from supper or that we'll get up from lunch or we'll get up from dinner and, and we'll get up from breakfast because we eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and supper at my house. Y'all with me right there? But anyway, we'll get up, and supper especially is a big time at our house. At supper time, we all come to the table. We leave our phones away from the table. We don't look at our watches. 
Because we all got smartwatches anymore. We don't look at our watches, Brother Aaron. And we come around the kitchen table. We don't eat in the living room. We don't ever eat a meal in the living room at our house. We eat at the kitchen table. That's the way I was brought up, okay? I'm just that old school, okay? And at supper time, we gather around the table and we pray together before we eat. And then we eat our meal, and that's where we'll talk about our day. Madeline, what did you learn today in school? Madeline, did anything interesting happen at work today, if she has worked that day? Madeline, what about Olivia? What about you? Mama made me do school today. She's, oh, she's just got bitterness in her heart about that. Y'all pray for her on that. And Olivia, what, or Victoria, what did you do? Mama made me do English three times today. Our kids are struggling with bitterness in school. But anyway, I'm just, well, I'm not picking. Well, I might be picking a little bit about it. But anyway, we talk about the day. Leslie, what did you do? And a lot of times we'll start to get up and Miss Leslie will say this. Um, could somebody say thank you for supper tonight? And, and, and honestly, honestly, there's been times that I've said thank you, but she just don't hear me, Brother Brian. She just don't hear me. And I'll say, well, honey, thank you, but I said it a while ago. Well, I didn't hear you. Well, that's evidence. You just blessed us all out because we didn't say thank you. But it's really, in all honesty, we have come to a place today where we have forgot about thankfulness. We have forgot to be thankful. I wonder how many times, and, 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 and I'm going to tell you something, and you can laugh at me if you want to, but some of y'all in this room knows what I'm talking about. You never know how much you appreciate taste that you can't taste. You never know how good almond joys are till you can't taste them no more. I stopped the other day, I hadn't in a long time, Brother Brian, but I stopped the other day, and I got a Red Bull and an almond joy. And you say, what was it? I don't know what it was. It's all the same. I could have got sardines and water and it wouldn't have been no difference. But how many times do we stop to thank God for those small things in our life that we can taste, that we can smell? I was going up the road the other day and I texted Amy uh, at the sheriff's office because we had it at the same time and we was texting back and forth. I was going up the road the other day and I texted her and I said, I just smelled chicken manure. I was so happy. I have drove back past that place numerous times, Brother Rodney, just to smell it. But we forget about that. We forget to be thankful. How many times I, I, do we wake up and thank God that we hear our children's feet going across the floor in the mornings? How many times do we wake up and say, thank you, God? I'm going to ask you something. How many times have you thanked God that He kept you safe while you was asleep? All over the country, people's homes get broke into, and I try every night to thank God for giving us a good night's sleep and a safe night's sleep the night before and ask Him to protect us the next night. Simple things like that. We're just living in a country anymore and in a generation anymore where we have forgot about thankfulness. We have forgot to say thank you. We have forgot to say I appreciate that. Think about this. Why do we praise the Lord? Why should we be thankful to God? Well, man, we could go on and on. We could go on and on. 
because God's doing what He's doing in our church. Brother Kevin and I, and, and, and we don't hand out a financial report every month, but anytime you want to see a financial report, all you've got to do is ask. And I promise you, our church has got a second-to-none budget and, and, and financial reporting system. We can show you every red cent. There's been $288,000 at the end of October that has come through our church this year, and we can show you every red sin of where it went. And Brother Kevin and I was talking about that earlier and I was actually showing him several things and, and um, we was looking through all of that and anybody, if you come to church here, we'll show that to you. We don't hide nothing. Can I get an amen right there? We have nothing to hide. But how many times have we stopped this year to thank God for meeting every need of our church? I, I, I thought about this. Man, we paid our building off this year. We made a big to-do about that. But how many times since then have we praised God for it? In the midst of a, a pandemic, what God has done, we should be thankful. Let me show you. Why we give thanks unto the Lord. Well, number one, I'm going to show it to you directly out of three of these verses. Number one, look in verse 23. Who remembered us in our lowest state. We give thanks to God, number one, this morning or this evening because He remembered us. He remembered us. The context of Psalms 136, the children of Israel are singing about what God done for them, bringing them out of Egypt's land. You see, if you'll go back and read the book of Genesis, you'll find out that in Genesis there was a man named Abraham and God made an Abrahamic covenant that God would bless the nation of Israel and God would send a deliverer to the nation of Israel. And you know what God done in Moses? God raised up a deliverer and sent them a deliverer in Egypt's land and God led the children of Israel out of Egypt's land can I just say it this way? God remembered the children of Israel. Can I say something to you tonight? I sure am glad that there is a God that remembered me. I'm glad that there was a God in His loving kindness remembered me. Not just in saving me, but in all oh, past my salvation. In those times that I needed Him, He remembered me. In those times when I didn't even know how to pray and I couldn't pray because I was under such a load I sure am glad that God remembered me in those days the reason we give thanks tonight the reason we praise God tonight the reason that we worship Him the reason that we should lift an unworthy hand and say thank you Lord for your blessings on me it's because there is a God Watch this. In our lowest state, remembered us. In our lowest state, when we was wicked and vile and lost and on the road to hell and acting like hell itself, there was a God in our lowest state. Whoa, He remembered us. He remembered us. Number one, why do we give thanks? Because He remembered us. Note He said, who remembered us in our low estate. Now watch this, for His mercy endureth forever. Number two, why do we give thanks tonight? Not just because He remembered us, but number two, because He redeemed us. 
Look in verse number 24. And hath redeemed us from our enemies. For his mercy endureth forever. He not only remembered us, he redeemed us. You know what? There's sometimes that I remember I need to do something, but I won't do it. Now, some of you wives should have hollered, Amen. I just give you an opportunity to get back at your husband. There is a TV that is still sitting in Victoria's room that I put in there when I was sick because that's where they locked me away at. And I had to have something. Uh, uh, so I put a TV in there. And, and now for about two weeks, Miss Leslie every day says, how about moving that TV before Victoria trips over and gets hurt? And I always say this, I'll take care of that tomorrow. But you know what? I found out tomorrow never comes because when the tomorrow gets here, it's today. And you know what? Probably when I get home tonight and get some eggs and tater tots, I'll probably move that TV. <laughs> But think about this. How many times do we remember something but we do not react on our remembrance? Oh, hear me and hear me well. God not only remembered us, but God acted on that and God redeemed us. Here's what that word redeemed right there means in the Hebrew. It means to tear apart or away. It means to snatch. It means to rescue. Another word there was a day uh, that the devil had a stronghold uh, in my life and was doing everything uh, in his power uh, to drag me off into hell. But there was a God who remembered me uh, in my lowest state uh, and just didn't remember me but rescued me. He tore me apart out of the devil's hand. He set me apart. He pulled me away. He rescued me. He snatch me away he not only remembered us he redeemed us he redeemed us look what he said who and hath redeemed us from our enemies he not only remembered us thank God he has redeemed us I thought about this let me read you a verse right here in Psalms 34 listen to what he said in Psalms 34 verse number 6 he said this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of of all his trouble. Listen to what he said in verse number 17. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such by or such as be of a contrived spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord deliver him out of them all. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying this. There was a day that I was lost and on the road to hell and this poor man cried out to a thrice holy God and he remembered me and not only remembered me, he rescued me. He saved me. He took me out of hell and put me into heaven. Thank God for the rescuing and the redeeming power of a holy God and his mercy endureth forever. You know what I like about that part right there? That means that whenever I have grandkids one day 
And, and that's a hard thing to think about, but I will one day. Whenever <laughs> I have grandkids one day, that there's a God that's going to remember them. His mercy endureth forever. There's, oh yeah, I don't understand this Calvinist crowd. I don't understand it. That there's just an elect few that can be saved. Hear me and hear me well. There is a God that's all knowing and all sovereign, but at the same time, there's still the free will of man. And I'm glad of whosoever will. I'm glad that God will speak to the hearts of my grandchildren one day. He'll remember them. And if they cry out to him, he'll rescue them. Oh, yeah. Why do we give thanks? Because he remembered us. Because he redeemed us. But look at verse number 25. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. I say this, he remembered us. He redeemed us. But I say this, <clears throat> He refreshes us. He refreshes us. Look what He said in verse 25. Who giveth food to all flesh. You know what He does? He refreshes us. I remember back a few weeks ago, man, there was a couple days there I'm just going to be real honest. Man, I was sick. I was sick as a mule. I don't know what that means, but I've heard it said all my life, so I say it. I was sick as a mule. And um, I, I, I'm telling you, I was, I was in the bed. Leslie kept my phone. And finally, I got my phone, and I got my earbuds or AirPods or whatever them things are called. And I put them in my ears. And I just went to Bible with and just turned it on. I don't even remember where I turned it on at. But I just turned it on. And you know what? I, I told uh, one of my other preacher friends I was talking to, Brother Bradley, Brother Todd was in on the conversation. I said, I just, I just got to hear from the Lord. I just, I just need to hear from God. Miss Don, we talked about that some when you was in the hospital. Brother Randy, I just put those ear pods in. Man, the Word of God began. I didn't even feel like reading. I'm just being honest. I was so sick. I really couldn't even read. Man, the Word of God. Well, hallelujah. The Word of God just got to playing in my head. And can I tell you something right there? There wasn't nobody else around. It was just me and the trio. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you what happened. There was a breath from another world came through that place. And God refreshed my soul. I'm glad denied that we serve a God uh, that in the midnight hours uh, when it seems that he's nowhere around uh, that this wretched man uh, uh, can cry out to him uh, and there's a God uh, that will refresh us uh, in our times of trouble. Oh yeah. We give thanks because he refreshes us. He refreshes us. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, He refreshes us. Uh, that first day, I got to go in and see Dad in the hospital. I, I'll never forget, I talked to the doctor outside the room. And I'm going to be real honest with you, it had been a couple days since I felt like 
since I felt like I'd heard from God. You just criticize me if you want to. If you've never been there, I hope you never get there. Brother Matt, I was still praying, I was still reading. As a matter of fact, I'd left that Monday morning to go up in the mountains. There's a place up there. Uh, Brother Heath's been up there. I know Brother Ryan has. I can't remember who all I've took up there, but there's about a mile hike back in the mountain up there, and there's a rock up there on some property. And we go up there and we pray. I'll never forget, I was almost to that place, and I got a text message from a hospital that said, Call them. And I called them, and they told me that I needed to come down there, and I turned around. I told them, I said, It'd probably be close to an hour before I can get there. And uh, I made it in about 35 minutes. And you say, How'd you do that? I got a church that loves me and bought me a Ford. <laughs> if I'd have been in a Chevrolet, I'd still been trying to get there. But I got there, Brother Aaron, and Man, going down the road, I tried to pray, and it just seemed I couldn't pray. And uh, I got to the hospital, went up there, and I talked to the doctor, Brother Brian, outside the room before I ever went in. I went in there. The doctor talked to Daddy and Mama, and after he talked to Daddy and Mama, I talked to him just a minute, and I said, listen, I said, I need to go on back. And I said, I'm going to leave and let y'all be alone. I said, Daddy, you need to rest. And here's what he said. He said, boy... He said, you need to pray before you leave. He said, somebody's got to touch God on my behalf. He said, if they don't, he said, I'm going to a different home. Boy, I'll never forget in that hospital room that day. That oxygen was running wide open. My daddy, I'd never seen him that low in his life. Tears running down his face and mama's face. And I thought, why can't another preacher be here to pray with us? Pastors don't have pastors. And I thought, where's the preacher that can be here? And I know I could have called some, but they couldn't have come in to where we was at. Boy, I got a hold of my little mama's hand. I put my hand on my daddy's. And I just said, Lord, we need you right now. We'll let you, would you let your ear be attentive? That's what Nehemiah said. He said, Lord, would you let your ear now be attentive? to the prayer that thy servant makes unto thee. Boy, I got to praying in there. And all of a sudden, there's a breeze from another world come through that place. Oh, yeah, good neighbor. I'm telling you, God settled in that room. There was times I didn't know what to say. But according to Romans, the Son and the Spirit was making intercession for me. And God moved through that place. I walked out of that hospital and got in my truck and started up the road and began singing, I've just heard from heaven and it's all right now. I'm glad we've got a God that can and refresh us when we're down and we're out. He knows how to show up right on time. Every time it may seem that he's four days late, but he's always right on time. His mercy endureth forever. That's the reason. That's the reason we give thanks to the Lord. He remembered us. He redeemed us and He refreshes us. Oh yeah, come start playing softly. He refreshes us. He refreshes us. Boy, I, I, um, I've, I, I've sat with some of the people in this room at the lowest points in their life. 
I'll never forget that Christmas Eve night sitting at Forsyth and I got put on telephone duty. Brother Joe had been took and taken back for that surgery and they pretty much, Brother Josh had said that it'd just be a miracle if he came out of it. Miss Debbie told that doctor and that nurse said, well this is my preacher, he's going to be answering the phone when you call out. And every time that phone would ring, boy I'd ease over to it. And I thought this is going to be the call. And I'm going to have to tell the family that Joe didn't make it through surgery. Well, I'll never forget that night. I just, I didn't even really know Brother Heath then. He was there and knew Miss Morgan was just getting to know Brother Heath. Matter of fact, Brother Matt and Miss Mandy was there and several others from our church was sitting in that waiting room. We all that Christmas morning at midnight was sitting in that waiting room together eating Krispy Kreme donuts. Somebody had went and got us. We went through about four dozen that night. I'd go over there with that phone and I'd answer that phone and I thought, man, my old buddy Joe ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. I got that phone call and it said, we're done with the surgery. He'll be in recovery in just a few minutes. Just tell the family he's not going to look the same. He's probably going to be on a respirator. There'll be tubes all over him. And uh, I'll let you know when you can come in there. I said, okay. <laughs> and uh, we got the phone call. We started down that hallway. And I'll never forget, <clears throat> we went in that big recovery room. And in that big, re- I mean, it's huge, wasn't it? <laughs> all the way down at the end. Miss Morgan, you remember there was one bed. And I thought, oh no. They've just unhooked him from everything. And he's, he's, they're just letting us come in to see him in the last moments of his life. There wasn't no machine sitting around. And I guess it's just the family and me that went in there that night. Or that early that morning. It's two or three o'clock Christmas morning. I thought, this is it. We're just going to say our goodbyes. Me and Miss Debbie, I normally don't hold other women's hands, but we walked across there holding hands that night. Girls was on the other side of me. Boy, we got over at that bed. Joe was laying there, and that doctor came out with that sweater tied around his neck. I thought, well, that dipstick don't have a clue what he's doing. Glasses hanging off the end of his nose at 2 o'clock in the morning. Looked at us, he looked at Brother Joe. He looked at us, he looked at Brother Joe, and he said, All I know is it's a Christmas miracle. All I know to say is, but God. Wasn't it Brother Joe was in the last moments of his life? It was that Brother Joe was doing so good that they'd already extubated him, he wasn't on a ventilator no more. He had just a regular nasal canyon oxygen. It wasn't, wasn't nothing high flow, wasn't no CPAP, just a regular nasal canyon oxygen. It had one little bitty tube. If y'all notice, he still got a hole in the back of his head. Had one little bitty tube coming out the back right there. And when we started to pray that night, he reached up and grabbed Debbie's hand and squeezed Debbie's hand. Can I tell you what happened that night? There was a God that... 
I wish I had breath like I did six weeks ago because I'd preach another hour, but I'm just, I'm done. I ain't got no breath left. I know that's a double, double negative, and I wish it meant that I did have, but I don't. I'm done tonight. But there was a God that in our lowest day remembered us that night and rescued Brother Joe. Oh, yeah, and he refreshed us in our times of trouble. So we say, Thank you, Lord, because His mercy <coughs> endureth forever. This Thanksgiving, may we take time to say thank you, Lord. I bless your name. Your brother should have died a few weeks ago when that, that gas blew up on him, but God spared him. Mm, boy, God's good to us. We want to talk about the storm. Won't we talk about all the storms He detoured us around that we never faced? All the hospital visits he detoured us around that we never... Whoa, yeah, we got a good God.